We have fixed recording artist, the vocalist from Daedric is here, Miss Kristen Hope. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on again. Oh, it's our pleasure. I believe me, if I could sit here and talk about you all day long, I would. Um, <laughs> for those of you who listen to the Ladies' Night Show, I play her a lot. I, well, I should say, I play the band a lot. Uh, some great music coming out. She's uh, They've got a whole brand new album, Mortal, that just dropped a couple months back. Um, lots of interesting parts and pieces about your band. So for people who don't know about your band, could you go ahead and give us the intro for that? Yes. So Daedric is essentially um, based off of the Elder Scrolls lore, and I use that to write metal music. And so it's kind of this, I call it gaming metal, but uh, some people can call it, you know, pop metal or metalcore, some kind of gray area there, but it's essentially metal and a little bit of rock influences, but um, it's for people that love to game and people that like to listen to music. Okay. All right. Well, I, what I love about your music is that I love your, I love your voice. I love the fact that you've got this beautiful range. You can bring out those really nice soft melodies, but you can also go into those super hard vocals. Is that difficult for you with your range? Do you develop that over time or is that something you've always had the ability to do? Cause I know you were in another band as well. Yes. Yeah, so I actually started off with just cleans. I had grown up doing like karaoke and singing Disney songs, Whitney Houston, like basically just R&B and pop. And then I got really interested in rock and hard metal and all those things. And I was like, this is really cool. And it, it never occurred to me to try any kind of harsh vocals until COVID. And I'm like, I have so much time and I'm not doing anything. So here's the, my chance to to try it out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, and so I spent 2020 learning how to do harsh vocals from the gritty belting to, you know, actual growls and screams. And, and I brought that into Daedric and been able to, you know, really marry the two, the soft and the harsh together. Well, Daedric isn't just you though, right? You've got two other people that are part of your project. Would you mind telling us a little bit about them if you can? Yeah, definitely. So I work with two producers, uh, Jeff Rockwell and Clay Schroeder, and we get together and we write in the studio and they decided early on that they didn't want to be any part of the face of this and that I was going to be front and center and they were just going to be support. And so I said, okay, um, that's fine. And that's kind of how we've been marketing it and kind of presenting it to the public is, you know, it's just kind of me with a team rather than a full band. Does that cause any sort of, I don't know, creative issues in terms of collaboration, working with two people behind the scenes who really aren't out there in the public? I mean, you have to sort of take the brunt of every last you know, love and hate comment that comes out there. How does that work? I mean, how, in terms of contribution, I guess, and collaboration, how does how is that working for you guys? Do you so, just need studio time or? Yeah, so it's actually a lot easier than I anticipated. I I had dealt with, you know, you know, internet stuff my whole life and and you know, the trolls versus, you know, the, the people that you know love you and praise you and things like that. And it really doesn't bug me at all. Um, and we actually laugh about it in our band chat, you know, we're always screenshotting like the funniest, meanest comments and being like, oh my God, they really said that. And I don't know, we, we make fun of it and we have a good time. It's not something that anyone takes too seriously because people are people and they're allowed to have their opinions, whether they love it or hate it and that's okay. And so, you know, 
we're just living it and having a good time. So I don't think there's any kind of friction for anybody. I know um, Clay probably takes things a little more personally. You know, he's like, oh, they can't say that about you or the music. Like, that's so awful. And I'm like, you know, that's just it. So I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, your album Mortal dropped a couple months back, but you've only been, I mean, it's your debut album. You've only been an artist. Uh, as Daedric for not a very long time, right? This project's only been going on a couple years. Yeah, so we were technically formed at the end of 2020. We didn't start working on anything until early 21. We wrote our first single, which was Wretched. We filmed the music video, did the whole thing. And then we signed with Fixed and we didn't release the actual track until August of 21. So it was almost an entire year before we released anything and we're technically, you know, public. And then after that, you know, we've just cascaded into a single after single leading up to the album. Well, I have to say, um, Mortal has done quite well. It looks like the album uh, in just two months. I mean, you've spanned, it looks like close, I mean, it's over a million streams on Spotify. How does, I mean, that's got to be really overwhelming for you for an artist that's sort of come out so new and then just dropped an album you know, two months ago. It's phenomenal. It's because of this look. <laughs> <laughs> right. She, I know that's the picture. She's so fierce, but then you talk to her like, oh, she's so sweet. <laughs> Very unassuming. Most, most yeah. out of the most recent pictures for album covers or artwork or anything. That is one of my favorites. I know. Oh my God, that face. I used to like cringe when I was doing live shows with my, my previous band Aesop, every live photo of me was like some version of that. And I'm like, Oh my God, I really look like that. I look like Darla from Buffy. Do you guys remember that show? Yeah. Like the blonde girl that she's like, Oh, like, Oh cute. And then suddenly she's like, and I was like, Oh my God, I look like that. And I used to hate it. And I was, I really hated looking at live photos, but now I'm like, I embrace it. I'm okay. It's okay to be a little bit ugly sometimes, you know, it doesn't stop the music from sounding good. If it's anything, that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It helps yeah. it. So, uh, I don't know. That's just, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I kind of blanked out a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I think, you know, everyone, we, everyone's gone to work today, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's later in the evening, you know, we're all trying to stay alert and do our very best. Um, but for just two months out, I mean, girl, you guys have 125,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Go you. Yeah. No, I am so horrible with numbers. Like, I, for some reason, I can't comprehend it. I'm like, yeah, I see a number. Like, that's a number. Like, five is a number. That's a number, too. And I don't know why. Like, it doesn't sink in for me. Like, for, for Jeff and Clay, they're like, oh, my God, this number and this is trending this way. And, like, percentage X has gone over there. And I'm like don't don't ask me about those things you know but i think it, it's cool like i'm just glad to see people reaching out and commenting and you know dming us like that's the part where it hits me when someone's like oh my god i love your music it's done this for me it's it's you know reached me in a way that i haven't had in a long time or you know i was looking for a sound like this like that's the stuff where i'm like oh wow like this is real like, those are people and that's when it you know kind of quantifies in my head so how did you get together with Fix? I don't really know much about them. I know that, aren't they more of like an EDM side uh, label? How did that marriage come about? Yeah, so actually Jeff is 
signed with them previously with a band called Prism. They're kind of a pop um, electronic. And so I think Fix was trying to branch out beyond just the EDM and the synth wave. And they were trying to get into um, some of the heavier metalcore stuff because they had a couple bands that were already going that direction. And whenever he found Clay and I, um, he said, you know, I'm trying to fill this niche that's in the industry where we're looking for some sort of dark electronic synth wave with, you know, a female lead that can do harsh vocals. And so that was the pitch to Fixed was, you know, we're trying to bring this kind of like it's it's not as prevalent in the industry. So this is a great time to, to take that on. And I think they were excited about it. And, you know, the possibilities were kind of endless from there. Okay. Well, one of the most, uh, one of the nicer things I think about you sort of exploding onto the scene like this is that you have really made a, connect, a connection with your fan base. Um, yeah. I noticed that you, I, I look at your social media, you're so active on social media. I noticed that you're always talking to your fans, always engaging with them and they're engaging back. What are some of the better things that have come out of that for you? And what does that fan base mean to you? Yeah, well, that, I mean, it probably means the most to me out of anything, um, because I'm not currently doing anything live just yet. Obviously, I'm trying to work towards that, but getting to talk to people has been just amazing. And I have met like some incredible people, whether it's just people that have told me stories about themselves, you know, connecting with videographers, photographers, other creatives, other musicians, even if they're not in my same, you know, niche genre, like they're they're doing some really cool stuff. And I've been able to connect with some of my own vocal heroes, you know, Lucas Magyar, Vel Maya, Dan from Tesseract, like getting to meet them and just be a person with them and not, you know, like fangirling or anything like that. Like, it's just been really cool and getting to hang out with them, you know, in real life is amazing. So I don't know, I'm happy. <laughs> You, well, you should be. You're, you're you're actually doing really really well. I mean, I think your career is doing fantastic. What um, what kind of stuff can people like? You've been doing some collaborations, right? You just did a really nice one with another one of bands I absolutely love from your home state of Texas, Tulip. You've also done one. Um, I'd have to look it up. Said, so, oh, okay, wait, wait, I'll find it. Oh, with the Annex. Yeah. Right. Which is another really cool song, right? You've done so many collaborations. Are you working on, like, are there other collaborations that are coming? Yes. I want to know. Okay. Okay. I'm going to leak this one because we're about to announce it like tomorrow or I forgot. We're, we're announcing it in a couple days, but I'm leaking it. So I'm sorry to anyone who's going to be mad. Like, um, <laughs> we have this incredible cover and it, Sounds really weird because I usually don't toot my own horn, but we have this awesome cover of a Call of Duty track, 115. I don't know if you guys are Call of Duty fans. Um, there's there's a, a game, there's a zombie version of Call of Duty, and it's like an Easter egg where you can unlock the song. And actually, one of our fans suggested it as um, a real cover a year ago. And I was like, I've never heard of this. I didn't really play Call of Duty. My brothers did, and I just kind of watched. Um, but I listened to it. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And it's this iconic song from, you know, the mid 2000s. And so we took it and we just made it extra heavy. So I'm really excited about it. We got to do some really, really cool harsh vocals because she does harsh vocals in the original track. But um, with this, we wanted to take it a step further and just do like some 
insane breakdowns, trying out, you know, the chortle. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. <laughs> and, and, you know, just some some different screams that we haven't really used for Daedric yet. So I'm excited to release that and make it uh, um, on the 17th. On this, so next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Next Friday, it's a go. Okay. Well, I'm very excited to see that pop into my release radar. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm really stalking cool. you, but I totally right. am. Uh, <laughs> speaking of hard vocals, um, your first song off of your album, your it's the title track, Mortal. We have, I think we have the video queued up for that, don't we, Kevin? We do. Um, I'm just curious. We do a thing That's my here. entire feel the whole show. We do. <laughs> you can either tell us everything about the video or tell us nothing before we play it. I'll keep my lips shut. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let Thank it you. speak for itself. Here we go. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Literally one of the questions I wanted to ask after we, you were in the magazine and so I watched what was in the magazine and, and, and listened and I'm like, excuse my language, but how the fuck do you get that range of your, your, your melodies and, and, and your, your soft vocals into that just deep growl? Um, I don't know. No, <laughs> I, I wish I had like a really good answer that sounded smart, but I just do things. And I was always a kid that made really weird noises and like ran around and was like, I'm an animal and I'm going to do a cougar roar or whatever. And an eagle scream. And like, I literally just pretended to be animals and make weird noises. So I feel like that prepared me for now because the switch from like doing cleans especially like soft cleans to harsh vocals doesn't feel like that crazy to me. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I love doing it. Um, but I wish I had a good answer for that. Honestly. I, it, it's amazing. It's Thanks. phenomenal. Just, just that one song, much yeah. less everything else that's out there. That one song you cover every range you could possibly cover in one song. And it's just amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. That's why I'm excited to show you guys the, the cover that's coming out of 115 because I feel like it's just insane. It's so different. I well, can't wait to hear it. It won't be in just Lisa's release radar this week. No, I hope week. not. <laughs> I hope not. Sorry, Matt. I know that you wanted to talk too. I know you said you can't get a word I'm, in it. I'm, I'm far. I'm easy. Just everyone talk whatever. I'm good. I, I've got some questions <laughs> for her, of course. But, you know, I was just letting everyone have their piece because... Well, we're, I'm going to go ahead. We're, we're going to go into the younger generation now. So you three oldies might, you know, want to take a step back. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. So, <sighs> Daedric, I first heard the name when Lisa sent it to me for the first time. And I was like, Daedric? No, it can't be. And then you dropped none and i was like seriously is she really writing about elder scrolls and i heard the whole album and i was like wow you've taken a game and written an entire album about it so 
we after reading your article, Elisa, and obviously I was there behind the scenes during the interview she did with you for the magazine. You are a self-proclaimed nerd. Yeah. And you love it. And I love it. So is Daedric going to be predominantly honing into that gaming side of you? I would say yes, with an asterisk. Um, I don't like to pigeonhole myself because if I do that, then if I want to pivot, I'm going to be frustrated. So I would say I'm going to kind of do this and go the gaming direction sometimes and go a little more vague and, you know, just personal. And sometimes it'll be a little bit of a mix of both. And I feel that that's what was encapsulated in the album was a little bit of both. And I feel like we found that happy medium and I just want to continue that and also not be afraid to introduce new types of sounds. I know we've kind of gotten into this maybe industrial um, pop, metal, metal core kind of sound, but I'm not going to be afraid to try new sounds and, and switch it up a little bit because I think it's cool to explore everything and just try it because why not? Why not? And um, there's another thing I know you love, which is anime. Yeah. So is it a kind of goal for yours to write maybe a track as an intro to an anime or some, you know, music for an anime show? Is that something that you'd be interested in doing or? Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> I would love that. I love anime intros and outros. Obviously the intros get all the love, but I would love to be able to write for something like that and, you know, just be given a story and narrative and say, you know, run with this, make something epic. And I'd be like, hell yeah, this is exactly what I want to do. And not only that, I would love to do a little stint as a voice actor, just to be a little character. I could, it's okay if I get killed off. I just want to do something. <laughs> just, just one episode, you know. Because yeah. I think it's so cool and it's, it's fun to explore and like put yourself into this other person and you know pretend to be something while you can i love it is that something you do as a vocalist is it like you you go because we've mentioned it before you're like this really sweet and innocent person when we talk to you and then you let out these no insane growls <laughs> oh. <laughs> um sorry <laughs> i interrupted you i'm sorry what were you saying I said, you're this really sweet and innocent person when we talk to you like this, but then you like on the album, you you know, you let out these insane growls and, you know, that picture that Kevin put up earlier is that really evil <laughs> face and stuff like, yeah, there we go. There it is again. Like, you know, do you see that as, as like performing live, for instance, or when you're in the studio, is that a character you kind of get into? I would say it's like maybe more of a mental switch of like that this is my inner self that I'm, you know, kind of exploring and putting like that face into the world. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a mask. It's kind of just this other facet of me that's that's also true. Um, now, I will say I, I do incorporate like these, you know, made up characters when I'm writing, I think. Um, you know, I put myself into this character when I'm writing a certain song of like, okay, this person's in this situation dealing with this, this is who they are and how they would react. And so those are the words that I put into it. And I still believe that all of those characters are a branch of me and maybe it's an alternate universe kind of thing, or just like a piece of me that grows into its fully formed self within the song, but it's somehow still me, but also this made up character in my mind. 
I love it. So talking of performing, I know you haven't got anything set in stone yet, but do you see a potential tour in 24? I really hope so. I have started, you know, the beginnings of getting to the live point. We have people that we can take on tour with us. Um, we have, you know, obviously producers, we have um, people that we've had, we have in mind to connect with, to go on tour with. Um, it's just a matter of time before we get all the pieces together and make it happen. Right. Do you I still have, do you, do you still need a booking agent? I think we have a few people on a list um, and we're starting to contact those people now. Um, so I, I figure in maybe a couple of months, we'll have some idea of like when, if that makes sense. I mean, honestly, and I know we talked about this the last time that we spoke, but if there was like a, I would love to see a, a Tulip, Daedric, Conquer Divide spirit box tour, right? That yeah. would be so killer. <laughs> it would be the perfect lineup. It'd be a perfect tour. And plus you get to go hang out with your friends in Tulip, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Because you guys, right. Are you, which part of Texas are you in? We're in uh, Dallas. And they're they're kind of our neighbors, so we we actually hang out with them a lot. I think we're gonna go do a Thanksgiving thing with them with Tulip. That's awesome. I'm actually gonna go and see Tulip. Uh, oh, when they come for the tour, yeah. Yeah, they're they're doing one show in the UK in London, so I'm gonna go. I thought of flying out there because I've always wanted to go to the UK and seeing their show. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll end up in the UK. Hit me up. <laughs> we will party girl oh my gosh okay like i don't already hate you enough matt you know what i mean <laughs> no, this is so not fair okay when, <laughs> when is this happening anyway wow. yeah i know I, you're just you're so incredibly talented and i love how you really take from something that you love so much like the elder scrolls right i know that when we last spoke you told me some really um you told me an interesting story we started talking about our families right yeah. And you told me an interesting story about your mom. Would you mind repeating that story? Because I think it's really, I think it's an interesting facet. Okay. Like 10 degrees of separation, right? Everything's all connected, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's in that vein that we're going, right? Because we were talking about, you know, people often ask you about your ethnicity. Yeah. I forgot. What story did I say? Did I just talk about my mom? Oh, was it uh, the... Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I have some stories about her that it they get jumbled up. So I think I think this is the story. Stop me if it's wrong. It's um, the story of why. Thank God that you're here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then it is right. Okay. In the beginning, before I was born, in the <laughs> the 80s, my mom she she was born in the Philippines. Um, and in the Philippines, you have like three options. You can become a nurse, a doctor, or some kind of business accountant, finance person. So she went the nurse route. Um, she's super smart, graduated top of her class. And so um, U.S. hospitals were like, hey, come work for us. And she was like, hell yeah, I'm going to Florida. So she flies from the Philippines to Florida. And mind you, this is the 80s when there are uh, serial killers that are quite famous. Um, you can guess which one was in Florida in the 80s. And she was she was very, very naive. She was just this girl that was like, the U.S. is this beautiful, wonderful place where nothing bad can happen. And it's America. Right. And so 
she was living on her own in an apartment. And one day she was walking on the street somewhere. I don't remember where, somewhere in Florida. And this really handsome and charming man pulls up in a car and he said, Hey, uh, do you want to ride home? And she was like, Oh, what a nice gentleman. And there happened to be a crew of construction workers that were watching her and they were like, why would you go in a car with a strange guy? Like, don't do that. And so she was kind of looking at them, looking at him and she's like, but he's so nice and handsome. And she ended up not taking the ride. And it was, I think a couple months later that she saw him on the news for the court case of, you know, Ted Bundy. And she was like, I know that guy. I almost took a ride from him. Ouch. And so, yeah, that <laughs> voice of take the ride or not. And she could have been taken. Yeah, and we would not have your music. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so glad. So wait, so your mom is from the Philippines and where is your father from? He's from Boston. <laughs> okay. So there's your answer, people, for all the people asking what her ethnicity is. There you go, you poor thing. <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. I, it sort of drives me crazy when people start asking those kinds of questions. Does that bother you at all when you get that question asked a lot by fans? No, I think people are, are just naturally curious. I, I know I look more white presenting, but there's like a thing with my face where they're like, I kind of look not white. And I understand that. And so, and I'm okay with it because I'm very, very proud of, you know, my family history, my mom being from the Philippines and how cool that is that like she came from there directly and how my grandma and my great grandma were technically like witches, which like, you know, healers um, over there. And, you know, for my dad, I know he's from Boston, but like his parents came directly from Sweden and Greece and hearing about their stories. is just crazy to me. And I think it's cool. And it's something that I'm really proud of. And I love talking about it and keeping up with it and looking into my family trees and, and all their little stories, because it's crazy to think that all those people made decisions and and down the line, I'm here. And it's not something that they would have anticipated, like. They were living in Greece and Sweden and Philippines. Like now they have some ancestor making metal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's crazy how the universe works. Yeah. Right. That's a good thing. No, well, I'm, I'm so glad that you were here. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. My favorite is Instagram. I find it to be the most genuinely me and I'm on there more because it has less BS than the other platforms. <laughs> so Instagram's my favorite. I, I suppose it's it's definitely different. It's definitely not like Facebook where you can just post whatever you want and just sort of spam the hell out of everybody. So yeah, it's more direct. I yeah. suppose it's everywhere at Daedric Official. You've got a new song coming out next Friday, the 17th. Yeah. All right. Well I'm gonna be looking for tour dates for you, girl. I'm waiting. 2024. See, I promise. <laughs> I'm so, telling you, I will come to Texas. <laughs> Maybe come all the way to Texas. <laughs> You'd love it. <laughs> uh, no, it's hard. So, so real quick, I was on your Bandcamp uh, website, uh, and I was also on your website, and I noticed on your Bandcamp website it said that you. By the way, this is the merch that you can get off of the website, uh, but it did say that you did the uh, album artwork. Is that correct? So I did all of the single artworks that were that lit up to the album. I don't think they show up on anywhere now. Um, maybe they do. You correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen them. Um, and then for the album artwork, I actually bought that a long time ago from an artist that 
they hit us up and they were like, Hey, check out my art. And usually I don't really look into those, but I happened to look into it and, and they had some incredible 3d renderings and it was perfect. It really encapsulated what we were trying to go for with Daedric and it, it actually helped shape the visuals for the music video and just the feeling of it with the gold and the black and how, you know, very ultra real realistic it looked. It was something that we wanted to go for for this entire album sequence. No, and the one thing I do like about Bandcap is people can actually make comments and things like that. And so these were some of the comments that were on on your page. And as I was reading them, I'm like, that's got to make you feel good when you see that stuff just starting to to pop up and everybody that's on there is liking it and and really putting some emotion into what they feel when they're talking about it. So uh, there are some of them that were on there and it's just absolutely awesome. Yeah, it is really incredible. And it that's the stuff that blows me away is like people are really, really listening, not just saying, oh, nice thumbs up. You know, they're taking the time to delve into the full album and experience it for what it is and give that feedback, you know, on on YouTube, on our full album stream, you know, I have people that are like, you know, describing it like timestamps. And I'm just like, that's so crazy to me that people are willing to take the time in this day and age of fast, you know, paced social media where everyone has like six second attention spans. There are still people who are willing to sit down and just listen to something. And so that's the thing that honestly blows me away still. Will we ever get a video for NERN? We should have. I voted for that one. Uh, obviously, Mortal went out <laughs> because it's so epic and everything. But I was like, Nern's so cool. It deserves a music video. But we were at the end uh, of, you know, about to release the album and we had to make a decision. So we made that. And I wanted to make a last minute music video. And Fix was like, uh, maybe not. Let me just like save your energy and your money. And I was like, yeah. I, can do, I can do one for free. <laughs> you, you could literally open up Skyrim, go to Nern, and just wander around. And just, just play the music over the top of it. <laughs> it would just be me climbing up the top of a mountain with my horse and catapulting off. <laughs> Perfect. It's my favorite song off of that album. I absolutely love it. I love the EDM vibes. I love the dancey vibes to it, too. I just love yeah. it. It's such a great song. I was sort of hoping you were going to say yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate your time, my dear. As soon as you have tour dates, please, please, please let us know so we can splash it all over our socials because, you know, I'm going to be screaming about it. <laughs> Absolutely, I will. Thank you so all right. much. Oh, you're very thank welcome. You. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and the homegrown show all right there inside of the app go download it now you won't be disappointed and once again we are the sound we are new rock